For the last two years at our National Wake Up Conference, um, we've been gathering people across denominational lines, government officials, ministry leaders, um, prayer leaders around prayer, worship, education, and inspiration. We believe that if the church comes together, it can be powerful together. Cameron, I have Cameron Green with me here in the studio. We're having a movie night, um, watching these videos with our Dr. Pepper and our popcorn. (laughs) Cameron, we're having so much fun over the last few weeks watching these videos again and just remembering what God did last year at the conference. Um, You know, what gets you fired up as a young person when you see the church come together across generational lines and denominational lines? Yeah. Um, I think it really just points me back to the word of God, which is something that we've that's been our main thing throughout these videos. Um, but like we're literally living out the word of God when we do this. And then the word of God also talks about um, how it will not return back to him void. So as we are gathering, as we are growing in the grace and the knowledge of him, it has such an impact that is if we are consistent, it is going to bear fruit. And so um, I'm just so encouraged and and challenged to keep that consistency going of continuing to pray for those who have gone before me, continue to pray for the next generation, just basically keep doing what we're doing. Um, even though it is, it can be something that could, you could uh, be easy to grow weary in doing, but my goodness, as you have not grown weary, as those around you have not grown weary and well-doing, we have seen that a harvest is coming. So above all, I'm just so encouraged in my own life to to keep going, just be consistent. Well, and that's what our speaker is going to tell us to do, Raphael right. Cruz. Um, if you have not met Raphael Cruz, he's the father of U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. Raphael came over here as an immigrant from Cuba, went to the University of Texas, didn't speak a lick of English, guys. And yeah. uh, he tells his amazing story. And what Raphael is encouraging people, and I've traveled with him. I, I think I've spoken with Raphael now 14, 15 times. Mm. Um, but we, like, tag team it. But every time I hear his story, it's so fresh because yeah. he has a message and an anointing and a power to speak to the church right now that liberty mm. must be saved, America must be saved, and we need to hear him. And Raphael was our first speaker at mm-hmm. the last two years of our conference. And there's a reason why. A way to start. Because he gets yeah. the crowd going. So check out this video. You're going to be blessed by this message from Raphael Cruz from our conference last year. And come to our 2023 conference, November 3rd and 4th in Allen, Texas. Michelle Bachman, Kelly Shackelford, Congressman Michael Cloud, Kyle Lance Martin, so many others, Billy Hollowell coming to be with us this year. Um, just check out Great all time. the amazing people. Um, Klaus Kuhn and St- and Bethany Stevens are leading worship. It's going to be an incredible time. So check out this video from Raphael, and we'll ta- tell you more about the conference on the back end. Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engaged podcast. I'm your host, Bunny Pounds, the president of Christians Engaged. This ministry exists to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to do three things. To pray for our elected officials and our nation regularly. To vote in every election to impact our culture. 
and to engage in some form of civic education or involvement for the well-being of our nation. So thankful, Bunny, for what you do. A lot of people talk the talk, but you really walk the walk. I love it, love it. Love teaming up with you, Bunny. So excited about what you're doing and the people you're reaching. And And I will stand and lock arms with this woman of God, Bunny Pounds, any day of the week. Bunny, you are a new hero of mine. America is worth it. Now is the time. America needs your involvement. Please take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. Join with a movement of other Christians that are doing these three simple things that can really impact this nation. Join us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome. To God be all the glory. Please be seated. It is such a blessing to be here. And I'll tell you, the name says it all. Christians, engage. Please engage. Because if you don't engage, America is fried. 1 Corinthians 3.11 says, For no other foundation can any man lay than that which is already laid, which is Jesus Christ. America has been blessed beyond every nation on the earth because America was built on the word of God and on the advancement of the Christian faith. But you know, the Bible also says in Psalms 11.3, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? There has been a systematic erosion of our foundations. We have seen it beginning in 62 when prayer was removed from school. And then one year later in 1963 when the Bible was banned from schools. And then that abomination in 1973 when Roe v. Wade became law. And over 62 million babies have been murdered in America through abortion. Praise God, Roe v. Wade is a thing of the past. But let me tell you, be aware, abortion is not. Abortion is not. There are states, I just came back from Michigan. And uh, Michigan, there is a a proposal, it's called Proposal 3 that will allow abortions even after birth, that will allow pedophilia, that will allow men to marry their daughters. The the evil in America is pervasive. There are states that are trying to even legalize coat hanger abortions. At least two states are trying to not only reverse Roe v. Wade, but even make abortion legal after the birth of a child. As a matter of fact, I heard something that shocked me from some liberal Christian circles. And this is the way it went. It really shocked me. Well, it was not until God breathed the breath of life in Adam that Adam became a man. Therefore, until that baby comes out of the womb and takes his first, first gasp of air, it's not a human. This is happening 
in the woke church today. God help us. I'll tell you, the foundations are being eroded more and more and more. 2015, we saw God thrown out. We saw the Supreme Court decide that God got it wrong. Genesis 1.27 says, let us create man in our own image. In the image of God created he them, male and female created he them. And then he says, for this reason, shall a man leave his father and mother and cling to his own wife. It was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And I'll tell you, now with the age of wokeism, over the last month, I remember seeing our president took, talking to some teachers and telling them, when those children are in your classroom, they don't belong to their parents, they belong to you. And just over a week ago, someone from the Department of Education talking to school board administrators said, you school boards need to help teachers to help children with gender transition, even maybe making available to, for them to have hormone blockers without the consent of the parents. Enough is enough. We cannot continue to sit and allow the enemy to destroy America. Let me tell you something. There is no scripture that describes where America is today more than Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, where God says, I set before you today life and death, the blessing and the curse. And God says, so choose life. It should be an easy decision. So choose life that you and your descendants may live. Let me tell you something. We are in a battle for the future of our children and our children's children. And, listen to me carefully, if we lose this battle, our children and our children's children will not have a future. President Ronald Reagan once said, freedom is not free. Freedom is not passed down from generation to generation in our life stream. Every generation has to fight to protect it and preserve it. Or we may find ourselves in our sunset years talking to our children and our children's children about what it was like when men were free in America. I don't know about you. I am not willing to have that conversation. I want to make sure that my children and my grandchildren inherit a better America than I have enjoyed. But let me tell you the biggest cop-out in the churches today. Let me tell you, America is in the mess it is today because of the failure of the church in America. The woke church is alive and well in America. Praise God for the remnant. Amen. 
praise God for those pastors that are standing in the gap. Not only in prayer, but in preaching the whole counsel of God. But much of the church has become not awake, but woke. As a matter of fact, the biggest cop-out in the church in America is this. God is in control. That statement is a cop-out. That statement is used by many Christians to excuse they're doing nothing. And they're sitting in their couch watching the idiot box while the country is going to hell in a handbasket. The Bible is very clear. To whom much is given, much is required. We have been given the greatest gift beyond salvation through Jesus Christ. And that is America. America is a gift of God, not only to us, but through the world, to the world. Do you realize that over 80% of all the evangelism of the world has come out of America? That's why America has been so blessed. But again, as I said a few minutes ago, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, there is a lot that the righteous can do. This is a call to action. This is not a time for us to pontificate. This is a time for us to stand in the gap. Oh yes, we must start with prayer. Second Chronicles 7.14 has been in the forefront for years now. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, says the Lord, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their land. Yes, we must stop with prayer. But after the prayer, we need to get off our knees and put feet to our prayer. It is a time for action. You know, I remember three years ago on my last trip to Israel, I was in Caesarea Philippi. Caesarea Philippi was the most idolatrous city in the time of Jesus. It was a Hellenistic city built by Alexander the Great where they worshiped the devil. They sacrificed babies to the devil. They threw those babies down a deep pit, which they called the gates of hell. This was the place where Jesus asked the disciples, whom do you say that I am? And Peter made that glorious declaration, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said, Peter, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And upon this rock, not Peter, but the declaration of Peter, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Upon that rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. If you look at that word church, that word ecclesia in the original language, if you were to ask a hundred Christians, even a hundred pastors, what does that word mean? All of them will probably tell you, well, it means the called out ones. And that is not incorrect. 
But that was not the principal meaning of that word 2,000 years ago in the time of Jesus. That word ecclesia meant the governing body, the ruling class, the movers and the shakers, the ones who sat at the gate, the ones who led everybody else. That's what God has called the church to be, the head and not the tail. Have you ever seen a tail wagging a dog? Pretty hard to do, isn't it? It is about time that we realize that it is up to us. And then he said, when he said, and the gates of hell shall not prevail it. When you understand that the church is to be that governing body, you understand that that statement is not a defensive statement. It is an offensive statement. We kick down the gates of hell. We storm the gates of hell. We occupy the territory that the enemy has usurped from you and I. You see, the enemy keeps taking back territory. More and more and more and more. And we keep acquiescing. Well, it's enough, it's enough. It is about time that we stand firm because I'll tell you, we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know, if you look at Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, all power or all authority in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. What are the first three words in the next verse? Go ye therefore. In other words, Jesus is saying, because all authority in heaven and in earth has been given unto me, therefore you go. That is a delegation of authority. Jesus is delegating his authority to you and I to go forth on the name of Jesus, and the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven, in earth, and even under the earth. The devil has to bow to the name of Jesus. It is about time that you Christians stop being afraid of the devil, because in reality, the devil is afraid of you. As a matter of fact, if you know who you are in Christ, you tell the devil, boo, and the devil runs. It is about time that we take charge. Proverbs 29.2 says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked beareth rule, people mourn. But if the righteous are not running for office, if the righteous are not even voting, then what's left? The wicked electing the wicked. And it becomes our fault. This is why I am so excited about the vision of Christians Engage. To make sure that every Christian is aware of every election. School board elections, city council elections, mayoral elections, most people have no clue. Do you realize, for example, in the city where Bonnie was living, 3% of the population elected their mayor? 
I'll tell you, if we as Christians realize it is not only our responsibility, it is a matter of stewardship. God has given us this country and we must be faithful stewards. We must vote in every election, but voting is not enough. You must vote for men and women that are going to uphold the Judeo-Christian principles that have made America the greatest country on the face of the earth. I'll tell you, and I'll finish with this. As uh, Bonnie said in my introduction, I came from Cuba. I've seen communism firsthand. And I must have told my son two dozen times. You know, Ted, when I, when I lost my freedom in Cuba, I had a place to come to. If we lose our freedoms here, where are we going to go? And the reality is there is no place to go. This is a call to action. And there is only one way to respond. And it is like the call of the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6. We must all say, hear my Lord, send me. Hear my Lord, use me. Let's all say it together and we'll close with that. Hear my Lord, send me. Hear my Lord, use me. And may America again be that shining city on a hill to the glory of God. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. God bless Texas. I love hearing Raphael. I mean, if I could tell you guys about several men of God that have been in my life, speaking life to me, truth to me, walking beside our family, Raphael has been one of those people in my life. I am forever thankful for him. And I I know sometimes he seems a little harsh, <laughs> right? But Camera, would you agree that the passion behind his message is that we have to wake up? Yes, absolutely. Um, I love that he has just been so faithful, but he's still on the front lines. Like he's seen so much happen in so many years, but he's still he's still awake. He's still right on the front lines. And then just like you said, because of that, you have been so directly impacted because of that. I have been so directly impacted in huge ways through your life um, and so many others. And so you see the power in staying awake. Um, and it's so exciting. It's not like this, this drudgery thing of like, I have, um, I have to walk my own strength to stay awake, but you see um, like in the New Testament, the the parable of the the virgins keeping oil in their lamp. Yeah. Like what does that look like? Well, you see in the Word, it's prayer. It is the Word of God, and it is presenting your body to Him as a living sacrifice. And um, you see that His commandments are not burdensome. So there, and it's not by power or might, but by His Spirit. And so, just for you to be encouraged that you we will get to that place as believers of getting that close to the finish line as He is if we keep the oil in our lamps as he has. So good. Well, I'm wearing my um, Washington, D.C. t-shirt for these videos because I, I think we forget that the folks serving us in these places are real people. Yeah. And just remembering that Cinder Cruz has a father named Rafael Cruz sure. and a real family. And, um, right. and we need to be praying for these guys. Again, regardless of political party, right. we need to be praying for them on every level. 
And um, I want to just challenge you to pray for your member of Congress, whether they're Republican or Democrat. Pray for them. Pray for your state representative. Pray for your senators, state senators. Pray for your U.S. senators. And really make a commitment that you'll hold them up to the Lord in prayer. Mm -hmm. Because, Cameron, we have a nation where the founders gave us the responsibility to elect our representatives. That's right. That's right. We choose them. Yes. Um, But even if we don't get the one that we want. Sure. They are going there representing our district, our families, our lives. Um, and we need to be praying for them. I know right. you've met a lot of elected officials in your life, even as a young person. Um, how how has meeting those people and realizing they're real people impacted you? Absolutely. Um, yeah, everything you just said, amen to that. And the, I mean, honestly, I didn't, I think, think about it too much when I was little uh, because it was it was so repetitive, <laughs> like it was so much like, oh, it's another state representative or whatever. Yeah, and um, your dad was a state representative uh, yeah. when you were little. Right, yeah. right. And I see now the blessing and the honor of that and how the Lord was was preparing me to see the direct impact that, that the Lord has given these elected officials. And, and then now like knowing the word of God that says to pray for those who are, pray for the kings, pray for all those people. Yes. Um, and you have some incredible stories as well of you being with people who don't know the Lord intimately, um, who are in that position and literally seeing the Lord use you as the hands and feet of Christ to impact them. I mean, guys, but we won't know to do that unless, like you were just saying, we, we see through the word of God that we are all people and that the Lord yeah. does not see Republican and Democrat. Like when you get to heaven, that's not what he's going to ask you. He's going to ask you if if you knew him and if you were a faithful servant. So 100% getting past that, any type of divide that might cause um, bitterness or anger or whatever would hinder you from speaking truth and love. We, we have to hit that, get rid of that. Get rid of that. Yes. Yep. And, and, and be the body of Christ. Be the body of Christ. So I just want to encourage you to share this video uh, message by Rafael Cruz to your friends and family. Rafael travels all over the country. So if you want to invite him to speak at yeah. a church, um, you can invite him at our at our website, christiansengage.org. Invite us, put in that you want Rafael Cruz, and we'll make sure that he gets that uh, and can come to your church or community. Um, we love you guys so much. Come to our Wake Up Conference November 3rd and 4th. Check out this incredible th- this incredible time. Um, It's, you know, panels, it's speeches, it's worship, it's prayer, it's breakouts. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, we have some of our friends, uh, Christian ministry partners that are going to be there Mm -hmm. um, hanging out in the lobby. We're going to have an amazing luncheon. We're going to have amazing uh, uh, reception on Friday night. Um, I'm going to be signing books. Yes. Woohoo. I'm going to be signing my new book. So exciting. So um, come to the Wake Up Conference November 3rd and 4th. Get it on your calendar. Get your tickets now. Um, Allen, Texas. We will see you guys there. Thank you so much for joining us for this incredible podcast. What in the time we've had. We love you so much. We love being in your life. Have you subscribed? Have you shared this with your family and friends? Please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you get your audio or video pods. We need your help. This mission is undergirded by individuals just like you that support this ministry monthly, annually, and whenever you think about us, 
to be able to reach over a million Christians in the next two years. That's our goal. We want to empower a million Christians around America to pray, vote, and engage regularly. Will you help us? We're here to do that, and we need your help. I want to say thank you to our partners at The Stream. What an incredible online publication put out by James Robinson and Life Outreach International as we come together across denominational lines as believers to discern what God's saying about the news of the day and to hear from different viewpoints. Check out the stream, make it your homepage, and get on their email list. This product is amazing. Also, our partners at Edify app, put out by Christian Post. This podcast app is a convergence of Bible teachers around America. We're excited to be a part of Edify app check out all their other podcasts. Thank you so much again for caring about this nation. We're here to help you pray, vote, and engage. We'll see you next week.